Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Fat to Fit podcast. It's We've been on a two-week hiatus, so we're glad to be back now. I'm your host, Jay Scott, a.k.a. Ned Stark's Ghost for now, until the rebranding, which is coming later this year, I promise. Joining me, as always, from our command center in the upstate, Jared the Man Shapiro. How you doing, Jared? Man, it has been a long couple weeks. <laughs> has it now? It has, man. And I... I... I've gotten the studio painted along with the rest of the house. I had uh, some visitors in town, so mm-hmm. the last uh, week's been a bit crazy. And the one thing I hate about crazy is it knocks off all my uh, all my progress. So I think that was a, a good decision for us to talk about goal setting here. Now that uh, so ex- excuse my out. amateur move of me adjusting my camera while we're talking. It's okay. I think we both have new uh, setups going on. <laughs> yeah, I have a <laughs> so. Um, I have a completely new setup in my living room, uh, slash where I work slash prison in the COVID era. And like the angles are really weird for me and I've got a corner directly behind me, but I haven't rehung anything. So I've got to rehang everything and I've been too busy. And, but you know, I, I don't, I don't let, I'm not, I don't make that an excuse for not getting things done. Now I'm seeing myself on the live feed. I moved the camera the, the opposite way. Hang on. Oh, no, don't, don't go back. Uh, I've got to readjust your video. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. I was, <laughs> okay. I'm not, however it looks now, folks, is how Damn. it looks. But yes, adjusting to a new setup, adjusting to, um, God, I, God, I hate to say this again, adjusting to a new norm. Uh, a few weeks ago, my, uh, my job sent us back home working full time and, you know, um, I don't mind sharing with the audience that that's a rough adjustment for me. I'm not really a social creature, but I don't do well when I'm stuck inside the house all day long. And last year nearly killed me, so I'm I'm not really excited about the the month to come. People, please stop getting sick. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's strange times, man. I've just the last couple of weeks I've known a couple of people uh, test positive for the uh, the thing that's going around that we all know. Um, but hey, we're still here. We're, we're still, still here. Uh, we're working on I mean, fitness. Exactly, and and that's that's where I'm at, man. Like the so, I guess we can just jump right into the meat of this. Like last year sucked. This year ain't much better. Um, no, although it's not. this, no, <laughs> not although all. to be fair, this year, I mean, like I've I've managed to. You know, go to the movies and stuff, which I couldn't do last year. I'm going to the gym, which is great because my gym was closed most last year. So I'm very thankful. You know, I'm not going to complain one bit. But what I have kind of forced myself to do, and one of the reasons why I want to talk about goal setting today, is last year I went a solid, I want to say my gym was, was completely shut down for about four months. And so I went about four months with just doing like walking around the park and doing a little DDP yoga and you know, and, and nothing wrong with that, but you know, as we discussed on the show before, that's just not my it's not my thing. You know, like I need to be lifting weights, I need to be competing, I need to be moving moving some earth around, and I wasn't able to do that. And not only did it put me in a really bad place mentally, but physically, it really brought me down to a low point. And this year, where I've been able to go to the gym consistently and get all my groceries and everything, there's been no BS. Like I, I'm hitting I'm hitting numbers. Like I'm, I'm, I'm far exceeding my expectations, which tells me one, I probably didn't plan my goals out accurately enough. But then on the dark side of that, I think, man, how much further along could I be if last year hadn't happened the way it did? 
you know, um, and you can't, we can't get lost in what ifs, but it's hard, it's hard to ignore the what ifs when you're actually making a lot of progress all of a sudden. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the gym is all shut down right as I was finishing my DDP yoga certification, so that kind of uh, squash getting larger classes together. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah, yes, yeah, so that was perfect time. It's like, hey, I completed my certification. Gym's closed. Great. Um, so I've been trying to uh, shift things around and set up a virtual uh, option, hence my studio looking a little better, and as you can see, my yoga mat's all over the place back there. But, you know, that's the good thing about DDPY, though, is like any, I mean, all you really need is a video feed to be able to, to work with somebody, you know, because yeah, the definitely. equipment is, is minimal. Um, but yeah, man, like, it's just, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to rant, I guess, for 45 minutes, but like, but it's just been weird this summer, man. It's been really weird. Like last year sucked, but at least you knew why this year, I think we'll look back on 2021 and say, that the uncertainty ruined everything because last year was certain doom. Yeah. <laughs> last year was the collapse of society, and then the election and the riots, and it just every like it was Frank Miller scripted 2020, but in 2021, I mean, I th- there I is think some uh, hope. Zack Snyder is scripting 2021 at this point. <laughs> exactly. I'm just waiting for the giant uh, the doom planet to show up or something. Yeah, it's it's a weird time. Maybe, maybe in 2022 will be a James Gunn year. What happened to the aliens? <laughs> I, 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 but I saw, I saw on Reddit somebody killed a murder hornet in their house the other day, and I was like, I forgot about the murder hornets oh, from last year. We're striking back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I don't know, it's just a weird time. So, you know, like I, I can say that my approach – my approach to goal setting changed dramatically when I started reading uh, DDP's books and doing the DDP yoga thing, getting inside that community just a little bit. Like, I mean, I'm not into it like you are, but, you know, just, you know, seeing the outside edges of it, so to speak, kind of changed my approach to goal setting because I think the, I think where people have fallen, fall short, and I know where I've fallen short in the past, is making emotional goals, not intellectual goals. And so once I learned to do that, I think that I was on a better path. But honestly, the train wreck of a year that was last year really taught me that I wasn't nearly as resilient as I thought I was. And that's a big you know, admission for me to make because I fancy myself a pretty resilient fellow. And last year brought me down to my knees. And this year I'm learning how to get past a lot of those things because I have concrete goals and a plan for those goals in place. And that's what we'll talk about today, is setting those goals that you actually can meet, not just pie-in-the-sky wishful thinking. That's right, because the pie-in-the-sky, I mean, it's delicious, but you'll never get to it. But before we do that... <laughs> that was, that's pretty harsh. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do that, I think we need to uh, disclaim some of our advice before giving it. It's your favorite part. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, it's your favorite part, but... The Fat to Fit podcast is a podcast about getting less fat and getting more fit, where Jared and I discuss our personal journeys in the world of fitness. We encourage you to join us in the community. Join us in the chat. Ask questions. Give comments. Give feedback. Give us thumbs up. But we don't want you to confuse our opinions and our thoughts for medical advice. Nothing we say on this show is intended to treat, diagnose, or cure a disease. We encourage you to seek out a medical professional in your area and follow the advice of a licensed medical professional in all matters pertaining to health. And if you have trouble finding 
someone accredited in your area, you just know where to start, reach out to us. We'd be glad to point you in the right direction. That being said, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and nothing should be construed as anything other than that. Now, without further ado, Fat to Fit Podcast, Episode 14, Future Planning, Horrible Title from Jared. <laughs> I couldn't really think of what else to call it, because that's, that's what we're fine. doing, it's our future planning. I'm just messing with you, future planning. So, Jared, let's start it off. Like, I, I, I wanted to, to call you out on the carpet for two things. One, you still haven't done your push-ups. This is true, because I can barely do push-ups right now. I don't care. And <laughs> number two, um, we, we took a hiatus of two weeks, so... Okay, I'll, you know me better than just about anybody. We've spent tens of thousands of hours together at this Unfortunately. point. <laughs> so so I, I knew your in-laws were coming to town, um, and your mom came up too, right? Yeah. Okay, so I don't, I don't know why anybody would sign up for that, but you did. Um, and, and it's like as cool as your mom is, and your in-laws are awesome, you know, I can't imagine having all that in my house at one time. I'm not strong enough, so more power to you. It definitely but, tuckered out the dogs. <laughs> but I, I was going to give you grief about, about us missing the show because, you know, like, me, I'm always kind of gruff, and I'm like, oh, man, that's BS. That's an excuse. And that's historically the kind of person I've been, as you well know. But honestly, dude, after last year, <laughs> after last year, my thought was like, Hey man, I'm glad everyone's alive. Enjoy your time. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> your mom had COVID, you know, and that yeah. was touchy for a well, while. One of the first people in the county, which you know, that was terrifying. Yeah, but, uh... <laughs> you know, and and you know, obviously, you know, uh, before COVID, your stepdad passed away. So you know, you guys have been through a lot, and so like, I was just in my mind, I was like, I'm just going to send Jerry just hate-filled messages. Like about how lazy he is that we're not doing the podcast, and I'm like, you know what, man, let him let him enjoy his time with mom. He deserves it. I honestly it. probably would have just ignored them, like most texts that came through those few days. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was kind of fun trying to sneak in workouts. One of the nice things about working out from home, besides you know being safe during a pandemic, is uh, when you go, hey, I got two hours before I have to be somewhere. I have time to work out and get a shower. Let's do it. And uh, yeah, that's I didn't get to work out every day like I usually do. Um, but I, I, I squeezed in about every other day. I got something done, even if it was just thirty and, minutes of stretching. Yeah, so. and and I and I know because on the on the app, every time you check in, it tells me, hey, your friend Jared did this. So you know, like, you know, I always enjoy giving people grief, but I was glad glad to see that you were keeping up with your workouts because, you know, life does happen, and you know, um, I don't, I certainly don't want to um, sound like a charity case, but like I don't I don't have people to visit me <laughs> and I don't have no. anyone to go visit you know so for me you know for me to say well going to the gym is the most important part of my day I mean some weeks the only people I ever talk to in real life are at the gym you know because you live so far away now you know and I'm not on the road wrestling or anything right now and there's not a lot of social events so like right now being on quasi lockdown again going to the gym is both my workout time and my you know, social time, seeing the guys all the time, every day in the gym. So, like, it, it's a it's a different dynamic, I guess, once you're a family man like yourself versus being a man about town like myself. Ah, yes, you man person. <laughs> <laughs> so with uh, <laughs> with with keeping with keeping up with your workouts while your family was in town, kind of what I want to hit on is the idea of kind of manifesting your goals. So, I guess the first thing we need to 
to talk about is at, at the stage you're in right now, what, like, you know, when we talk about smart goals, like specifically, what are like your long-term goals, like your, you know, eight, six to 12 to 18 months, what are you looking to accomplish? Well, I think right now I'm, uh, I'm sticking with six months just because of everything being so uncertain right now. <laughs> um, Smart. Because my 12 Unintended. months got completely <laughs> thrown out of whack with, uh, with COVID yeah. last year. Uh, but right now I'm looking at six months and um, there is a jiu-jitsu competition coming up. And one of the things that I wanted to do before I left New York uh, unexpectedly a few years ago when I was still training regularly was I wanted to compete in the, uh, the what was it, the Big Apple uh, Jiu-Jitsu tournament. And I forgot the name of it. But that was, yeah. it was about six months out and that was my plan. I was going to work out more, hit more classes and compete and try not to get my arms broken off. <laughs> um, and uh, life kind of threw a wrench in that and then I took four years off the mat. Now I'm back. Um, my jujitsu knowledge is coming back. Uh, I'm about... The muscle memory is coming back the now? The muscle memory is coming back. Like I'll be rolling I'll be like, oh yeah, I can do this neat thing and I'll, you know, suddenly take someone's back and they're like, what? What just happened? It's great. Um, so as that's coming back, I'm thinking, you know, Maybe it's time to do that tournament I never got to do before. So there's a big, uh, oh, which one was it? Naga? No. Yeah, I was going to ask One of them. Naga, yeah. <laughs> Been a long day. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the big tournaments is coming to Greenville in February. And is that my same weekend? It's your same weekend. Can you believe it? <laughs> okay, okay, we got to pause. So uh, 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 my big news. I'll tell oh, you tell your news. I'll tell my news. Well, anyways, that that was my plan: is uh, train a few more days a week, hit the uh, the tournament, and uh, again try not to have my arms ripped off. If I win, even better. Um, but what, what's your big news? You see, how, how I can, why were you holding out on telling me this? Why are you not surprise as, you on the show? Why, why are you not as excited as I am? I'm hey, beaming. I just hide it a little bit. I'm beaming. I'm being professional here in my Pokemon. So. Shirt. I'm not being professional because I'm not getting paid to be here. So, um, February 19th, uh, God will, whatever God's listening. <laughs> at We're this point, at you, <laughs> whoever's up there, um, please let things progress in society. Um, February 19th, the Tough Expo in Greenville, South Carolina, is gonna looks to be a very big expo at the uh, I think it's the Greenville Area Convention Center. I could be wrong about that. Um, but all the info is at tough, T-U-F-F, expo.com. Um, so just I'll interject real quick. Why I'm excited is I was training for a competition in September. Um, I think I mentioned it on the show before. It was going to be a strongman contest in North Carolina. Unfortunately, it got canceled, um, which I hate, but the promoter was really cool about it when I talked to him. And I was kind of bummed out because I was really, you know, I've already got a few weeks of training in. I was really excited for it. I thought I'd do well. But when I went to look for other shows to do, hoping to find something around the same time, there wasn't anything. So as I just was looking, you know, out, they had just like that same day had just announced South Carolina's strongest man at the tough expo in February. And I was like, this is perfect. The last time they had this event, it was the last show I trained for and I got hurt and I couldn't compete. They haven't had the show since then. So it's, 
serendipity to me. And the first person I, I reached out was you, and I was like, man, like, this is right by your house. Like, take the day off. You're going to be my guy. <laughs> and now the, you're going to be quote was, I need you to carry my bags. <laughs> well, hold my sir, stuff. I need you to carry my bags. <laughs> yeah, when they – um. So uh, part part of our team is a friend of the show, Jared Fritz, who is gonna gonna be my second up there, um, unless I can convince him to compete in the CrossFit tournament, which I'm trying to do. So so our our circle of friends will be well represented that weekend. It's gonna be great. I'm very excited about it. Look um, for a special episode afterwards. <laughs> have you have you already like entered and everything and signed up? Not yet. The uh, when I looked two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whenever it was, because now these are all rolling together. Yeah. Um, whenever I looked, it was uh, they were showing the September tournament still uh, is the the one to register for, and uh, well, that's not what I'm registering for. So yeah, I'm just gonna check again in a month or so, I guess. Well, I mean, February's still a ways away. You got a lot of time. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I got yeah, work I, to do. I, trust I, me. <laughs> I went ahead and and registered for the contest because the promoter. Um, I just I saw his name on Facebook, so I friended him on Facebook, um, and we actually have some mutuals. So I went ahead and signed up and uh, opened up a line of communication with him. Really cool guy, um, and looks like it's going to be an awesome, awesome contest as part of really like I don't think we've ever had an event like this in South Carolina before. It's going to be a unique event. It's a big fitness weekend, wrestling, strongman, strongwoman, powerlifting, kung fu, like everything is going to be happening this weekend, and. I'm looking. I'm looking really forward to winning my contest and exerting my dominance on the field, and then watching you maybe get a participation trophy or something like that. Hey, the people that don't do it don't get the participation trophy. So that's oh man, I'll one, step say that. <laughs> one step up. One step up. Because that's what I was going to say. I'm sure at some point we'll talk about like contest conditioning. Um, but you know that's really the thing. So so smart goal. So your specific goal is to make it to this contest and compete. And, you know, I, I have a saying when it comes to, like, real athletic competitions, just showing up is a victory because it's, if, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, but it's not. You know, so, so just showing up is the victory. So, you know, you know, the S meaning specific and SPART goal, well, specific goal for us to be ready for our competition in February. That's, that's the, the long view of it, you know, and, and a lot of things fall under that. Um, but that's the, the overarching thing is, Get ready for the contest in February. Yep. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people that are uh, in the same boat I'm in, where they'll just be like, "I don't want to compete because I'm not. I'm a hobbyist. I don't. You know, it's not what I want to do. But just showing up, that's a victory." So now, a few weeks ago, I was I was really getting on you about competing, and you're like, "No, no, no. Those days are behind me." What <laughs> was it, was it just a moment when you had just a spark? on the mat where you remembered something and then you're like, you know what? I'm going to go compete. Was that it or, or what was it? Yeah. I figured it's not going to be a lot of competitions in my future, but, uh, I figure, you know, we'll start with one, see what happens, man. It, it's, <laughs> it's weird how our motivations are parallel because like go, going into this year after last year, I, I thought for certain, I was like, there's, I'm not going to do strong man again. I'm not strong enough. I'm not, you know, the year it's passed me by. And, training this year i'm like dude i think i might be i think i might be in my prime now like i think maybe i wasn't in my prime when i was younger i think that i was just too beat up from wrestling like i was definitely strong and i was yeah. definitely well conditioned but 
I think there's a whole other level of, of energy you can draw from when you're not getting beat up three nights a week. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you're probably, uh, your body's holding up a lot better, I'm sure. Yeah, and um, so the, the M in SMART goal is measurable. Now, this might be a little easier for me because I'm working with poundages and strongman, but like just to give a, a peek behind the curtain, um, two of the events in, in the contest in my division – one is going to be a one-arm dumbbell press, and it's going to be a 140-pound dumbbell for reps. And the deadlift is going to be uh, 555 pounds for reps. And I can already pull that much deadlifting. And on the dumbbell, I pushed 110 or 115 the other night super easy. So when I'm looking at, like, my – that's what I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Like I, I'm already hitting my numbers. Like I wasn't planning on getting above 500 of my deadlifts till probably October or November. But but I passed 500 last week. Like it, or I'm sorry, last night. Like it was butter. Um, and so I'm like, well, I'm way ahead of where I planned to be. And when I think about where I am strength wise now, compared to how I program myself, I really under like undervalued where I was and what I could do. I was not giving myself enough credit. So now I'm actually tonight my plan is to kind of reevaluate what my roadmap is to that contest because I think that I wasn't properly I wasn't I wasn't really in tune with what I could do um, and I was really short shortchanging myself. Um, so are there any measurables in jujitsu that would be comparable to that, or is it more of just how you feel and just hope for the best? Like I think for me it's going to be more how I feel. Um, I mean, there's always the just looking at how many times I tapped people out in class when doing uh, open rolls and things like that. But I don't know if that's measurable just for me because, I mean, some of the people in my class are compete every time in the tournament. Um, some of them uh, don't compete at all. So it's more measurable on my opponents in a way than myself. So. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I think the measurable is just the final outcome of the tournament itself. Okay. How many arms do I take home? Oh, this guy. <laughs> All right. So now, um, smart goal A, achievable or attainable. Um, and I think that when you're trying to determine whether your goal, whether or not your goal is actually achievable, you kind of, that's where you have to take the rose-colored glasses off. Because, like, I could say that my, my goal is to uh, be ready for this competition and place on the top two. That's what I'm trying to do. And I measure that by, you know, tracking my progress between now and the contest and making sure that I'm able to handle the contest weights at a decent rep range or decent time or whatever. Is that plausible? And there's really no way, I think, for you to determine whether or not you're goal is achievable until you're kind of underway like you know like you can't honestly evaluate yourself if you're not doing the thing or doing something similar yeah so you have you have to be doing the work and it's almost like you have to evaluate yourself in real time um what i found that works for me is i don't i don't ever criticize myself you know we talk about on the show we never compare ourselves to other people you know we only compare ourselves to ourselves so I never criticize myself or get down on myself in the moment. 
But I always set aside a time each week where I'm like, I need to look back at what I did last week. What do I plan to do next week? And how does this fit within, like, how does this fit within the, the framework of what I'm trying to achieve? Right. And, and I can say now, like, with the, the way my contest prep has been going, I feel it's very, very possible for me to place in the top two of this show. But the thing is, with a competition, you never know who's going to show up. <laughs> You know, yeah, there there could there could be a baby Mark Henry or there could be a, a Eddie Hall who's just never competed before who shows up blows me out of the water. So that so when you're when you're making these goals, you have to keep in mind. Let's say you got to take the rose colored glasses off. Like I can say, well, I'm competing in a novice category, and I'm probably going to go and have a very good showing for myself. That I can control. I can't control my placing. I can only control what I do. So all you can do is your best, and then just hope. I hope it's good enough and hope that, you know, you don't see some guy looking like the mountain walking around with a novice shirt on. <laughs> so, you know, you're going head to head with him. Well, I think this is the, the pie in the sky idea as well. If you go in thinking my goal is to win this tournament while that's, what's the word I'm looking for? That would be a nice, you know, goal to set. There's only going to be one winner. So how, uh, how achievable is that? I guess is what I'm looking for. Yeah, and and that's that's always where, for for whatever you do, you have to look at the plausibility of it within within the context of the event. Like, you know, in strongman or in jujitsu, we're competing against other people. Um, nothing is really subjective. You either do the thing and win, or you don't. So you have very little control over that. But maybe your smart goal is completely singular maybe your goal is to lose weight or gain weight or hit a certain lift you know on on a a a movement or a certain you know fitness goal like running for time or something like that at that point you control the outcome a lot more because you're the only variable you know like if i said well i want to have a 500 pound bench press i'm not going to say that's easy to accomplish because it isn't but it's easy to plan for because all I got to do is plan my workouts. <laughs> you know, exactly. gra- gravity's not going to change. You know, so when, when you're when you're getting to that stage of your smart goal where you're trying to figure out what's attainable and what isn't, focus on the things that you can control. Don't focus on the exterior at all because you can't. There's nothing you can do. Like I, like I said, I I feel like I'm going to be in great shape barring any injury or COVID. Knock on wood. But. Um, if if nothing happens and I train well and stay healthy, I could still show up and get smoked by everybody on the roster because I'm just outclassed and I won't know until I get there. I have to be okay with that. And that's where a lot of people get messed up. You have to be okay with losing because winning or losing is not something that you can control. You can only just prepare. So that's why that's why when I say that showing up is a victory, showing up is a victory, showing up prepared is a victory, Achieving your goals is a victory. Where you place in the competition is second to all that. Because yep. if you only focus on winning, then inevitably when you lose, you're going, to, you're going to be demotivated and you're going to be crushed. Focus on yourself and asking yourself, what can I achieve independent of anything external? Exactly. And if you do lose, now you know what you need to set those goals for for the next tournament. If that makes sense. Absolutely. And there is no if. We're all going to lose. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, we're <laughs> like you know, I um, I I go back to my my very first strongman contest. Um, a moment I'll never forget. West Virginia's strongest man. My favorite favorite place in the world, West by God, Virginia. <laughs> I went up there, and it's one of those things where I was as prepared as I could be. But once I got there, I realized that I was not nearly as prepared as I thought I was because I have as, as much time and as, as scientifically as I explored everything, I didn't exhaust all my resources to train and prepare for the event. I was strong as a bull. I was in great shape. I thought um, I thought I had a good grasp on the event. But the reality is my mindset was emotional because all I could visualize was being up on the podium holding an award like and that's that was my visualization technique so when i got to the contest and i started getting run down and exhausted (laughs) like i my visualization did not help because i realized after like three events i'm not going to win this and then i'm like okay i don't have anything you know i don't have anything to grasp i don't have anything to, to get myself on track and then once I nearly passed out from exhaustion. <laughs> I, I realized that my visualization it didn't mean crap. It didn't help me. My training was not up to par. And if I had approached that contest as a learning experience instead of something to manifest my ego through, I would have had a better time and I would have learned more. You know, but that's the growth that we can, you know, if you guys take nothing away from else away from this episode. We're constantly growing. We're constantly learning. You can't assume that you're going to win, and you can't let winning something be your only motivator. Like, you know, think about some of the greatest athletes of all time, like Michael Jackson, or Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, you know, like (laughs) Tom Brady. Like, these guys all, you know, it's easy to focus on the championships, but they've all lost games. They've all lost championships. They've all lost in big moments. And, and the mark of a real winner is, is it's cliche, but it's the truth. It's not about winning. It's about persevering through hardship, Yeah. you know? And when you, when you, you're making your goals, you have to think, what am I going to achieve? What's attainable? And that brings us to the R in smart goal, which is what's relevant or realistic or reasonable. Um, you know, I can say that I want to place in the top two in the contest and that's a good goal to have. That's, that's reasonable, right? But I can do nothing to control that. I can do nothing to, to make that happen. So maybe my goal should be hitting a certain rep range on every event or a time on every event because that's something I can manage and it's something I can track and it's something that's result-oriented so I'll know how I should fare when the competition gets here. Um, you know, jiu-jitsu might be a little bit different because you can't really compete you know, against people before you compete against people, but you can at least know what works for you and what doesn't. In a way, you can. If you know the people in your group which now this is a big tournament so there's going to be people from out of state oh yeah a lot of the smaller local tournaments it's easy enough to to go check them out in an open role see you know what they're good at what their weaknesses are Um, so you can kind of have an idea of what you need to work on like if I know someone's weak with uh, escaping back uh, back chokes I'm going to go for back chokes on that person um so in a way, yes, yeah, you, you, you can kind of set yourself up. Um, but really with jiu-jitsu, just train, train, and train some more. And then think about it, and then dream about it, and then get back up at 6 a.m. and train some more. You know, if you really want to win. 
so with your your decision to do this contest is how how is that going to impact your normal training regimen as it is now so the the biggest thing with my current training regimen is just my personal life schedule a lot of times um i'm going to be adding at least one gi class um you'll be competing in a gi right um not necessarily they have gi and no gi options um, oh, okay. So I'm adding at least one gi class. It's probably going to be every other Wednesday, unfortunately, but it's going to be there. It's better than no gi classes. Um, and that's what I did up in New York. So I'm actually catching up with my no gi training because that's not what I'm as used to. Um, also, we have open rolls on the weekends, so I'm looking at doing at least the one on Sunday more often. Um, I haven't really been doing that as much since the uh, the injury, but that's kind of a that's an hour sometimes an hour and a half of rolling with multiple people. So that's where you get to practice in. Uh, but that's that's kind of what I'm looking at for my training there. Um, also keeping up my DDP yoga because that's how I'm avoiding injuries. <laughs> are, are you going to be adding, because I know you've been going to the Planet Fitness up there and doing some treadmill work. Um, are you going to be doing any weight training to go along with this? Are you changing your cardio routine? Anything like that? Uh not necessarily. Um, I could probably add some dumbbell stuff in, but I wasn't planning to change up the cardio otherwise. But okay. the DDP yoga gives me a lot of cardio as well. So, um, when you when you're doing open rolls, um, are you able to see if I can word this the right way? When you're doing your open rolls, I know it's kind of you know just free time. Like, are you able to set any markers for yourself with, like, your energy level? Like, have you have you learned, like, okay, when I feel this way, then I know I'm at 75%. When I feel this way, I know I'm at 50%. You know, do you have anything like that that, that does it for you? In a way, um, one of the things, if you ever take a jiu-jitsu class, uh, like a full class, not an open roll, um, and there are a lot of people that just come to open rolls and never come to class, and that's why they suck. But... If you ever come to an actual class, the first 15 minutes are very intense warm-ups. Yeah. Uh, multiple laps around the floor, uh, various hip escapes across the thing, crab walks, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, so me, being an asthmatic with small lungs, <laughs> and also slightly overweight, once that first 15 minutes is done, I'm already very tired compared to, you know, going in yeah. fresh. Um, and the thing that's good for me for a tournament for that is when I'm going into a tournament if it's multiple rounds I'm going to be tired by the time I'm in second, third, whatever round and just doing my regular classes I'm already experiencing you know jujitsu while tired now open roll is basically just roll with each other for hour, hour and a half however long the coach wants to be there and that again I go in fresh for my first few rolls which is great but then after about 30 minutes I especially with the gym with no AC and just two big garage doors and a cross nice that's that's good training right (laughs) there Um, I'm also a sweaty tired mess after 30 minutes so that also helps with the endurance and for me that's going to help more than running on a treadmill for 45 minutes oh yeah and and I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I wasn't even thinking about that but you're 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 spot on training at at a deficit or training at a disadvantage like um 
former training partner of mine, um, a guy named Pete Costa. I don't know. Pete might be watching if you are, brother. Good to see you. Um, professional wrestler extraordinaire, also licensed massage therapist. Um, dude is absolutely yoked. And we used to work out together. And one night I remember we were deadlifting, and we had about maybe six or 650 on the bar, something like that, you know, a really good weight. So it was a light night for him. <laughs> and and we were lifting and I remember I, I was complaining like my stomach was hurting or something like that and, and I remember he put his hand on, on, on my shoulder and he was like brother you're never going to compete under optimal circumstances so you can't think you've got to train under optimal circumstances and it's like a switch went off in my head I had never I mean it's almost like I knew that but I had never had someone actually say the words to me before you know so when I think about like what is or is not realistic if you can train in an uncomfortable situation, you know, or you can train at, at a disadvantage, like, like you, like I get it because when I remember I was taking jujitsu, the first 10 or 15 minutes, I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm out. Like it's, I'm tired, <laughs> you know? Um, because being a big guy, no matter what kind of cardio shape you're in, like doing those drills and like shrimping all across the floor in a circle and getting up and running laps and one knee to one knee that tears you up. So by the time we start rolling, I remember, I remember like I'd be like on my knees and like my quads would be burning. And I'm like, if I can wrestle this way, imagine how I would feel if I was refreshed, <laughs> you know? And, and, and though I didn't take jujitsu nearly as far as you have, you know, I applied that same, that same concept to, to boxing and to pro wrestling. Like it, you're never going to be at a hundred percent under optimal conditions, you know? So why train that way? And then of course, later, when I read Bruce Lee's books, that's all he talks about, you know, and, and in the Tao of Jeet Kune Do, it talks about, you know, like training. Once you read that. Oh, yeah, like training in, a, in a, a dojo with shit on the floor and, you know, training when you're hungry, training when you're thirsty. And, I mean, it sounds kind of sadistic, but I'll be honest, man, I employ those tactics now. Like, like yesterday, it's the weirdest thing. So, I, um, yesterday, I was, I was just weird with my stomach all week, and... I was just like, Ugh, I'm just going to go to the gym a little hungry and whatever happens, happens. I don't care. Like I was ag just completely aggravated with myself, you know, and last night I was dead looking like 500 and change <laughs> and, and, and so easy. I did an hour on the treadmill last night and, you know, and it's like I would have in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm going to have a light workout and maybe do 20 minutes on the treadmill. And I wound up doing, you know, about an hour having a heavy deadlift workout. And came home last night, felt great, woke up this morning feeling great, you know. And, and I don't think that means, well, the secret is to be hungry, but I think it means that sometimes we can rise to the occasion when we exercise our, our brain, which is our strongest muscle. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe that leads us to tea. tea. Yep. Uh, so tea is going to be a couple different ones. Um, generally, tea is going to stand for the time aspect of your goal. Um, though in some iterations of the uh, smart diagram, time, the T can also mean trackable. It could mean time slash cost limited, testable or time sensitive. But ultimately, what's your deadline um, and what's your, what's your resource availability? And for us, February 19th is, is launch day. So we got to be ready by then. So yep. that's, that's usually the easy one. With whatever goals you're setting, um, I think the easiest thing to do is really just to get a date in mind and just go for it. You know, if you say, Hey, I want to lose 50 pounds, you know, once you go through the list and it's like, maybe you determine that you need to take, you know, a year to lose 50 pounds, hold yourself accountable to that year, write that date on a sheet of paper or put it on a dry erase board or something where you'll see it every day. So you can remember, this is my deadline. 
because that'll keep you honest. You know, if you start with, you know, a goal in the future, if you know where it ends, as you get there, as you have planning sessions every week or every two weeks or every month, you can start ticking off, you know, what those markers are for success to make sure that you're on, on track to getting where you want to be. So we, just because there's a deadline, it doesn't mean that that's a static thing. It means that that's something that holds you accountable, I think. You know, that's how I always look at that. Um, it's something that, you know, it's not just a fixed point in the future. It's something that I'm, I'm building toward because the competition is a celebration, you know. The, the, you got to enjoy the process, man. Like, you know, I, I love to quote Steve McMichael, you know, the, the destination isn't the reward. The, the journey is, you know, like yeah. February 19th will show up and I'll be in this weird place with all these strangers and, <laughs> and I won't have my normal gym buddies there and I won't have my normal clothes and I'll have to go lift in front of all these people and feel weird and I might go bomb. You know, if I, if I don't enjoy, if I'm, if I'm setting myself up to just enjoy that one day, I'm gambling that, that six months of my life hinge on one day. And that's nonsense. You know, you, you've got to enjoy the process. You've got to enjoy the, I'm working toward this date or this goal. If you don't, then there's no point in doing any of it, man, because the, the, the process is what matters. The, the outcome is what it is, but the process is the real goal. That's the real reward. Exactly. It's all about setting your course, as your shirt says. <laughs> oh, it does. That's your course, baby. Yep. Well, I think we've definitely smartened them up. You gonna wrap me week. up, man? I'm just getting warmed up. Oh man. Well, you gotta save it for a little bit. <laughs> oh man, I just you know I, I get I get so excited about about everything these days because there's so little to be happy about. But you know, like I'm I'm just so jazzed up for this contest, man. I um I'm learning a lot about myself as I train, as we all do. Um, because I, I find when I, when people, when we talk about our circle, you know, I have a few names that come to mind and usually you're, you're there and friend of the show, Reggie, you know, over at the Willis show on YouTube, check them out. You know, you two, you two guys are probably the people I have the most communication with. Um, and me and you have always been that way, even when we live different places and, I find that I tell you guys stuff and I kind of just don't go any further than that. <laughs> like <laughs> I'll share something or, or in our group chat, you know, it's me, you, Reggie and uh, Dre, AKA Deandre Jackson, the big herd of pro wrestling, find him at, uh, Oh gosh, Dre's. He's well, everywhere. He's, he's, he's everywhere. Now, you know. Cause Dre, Dre's got Carolina beats. He's got Regency apparel. He's got um, creations by Dre, which is art channel on Instagram. He's got uh, his regular Instagram, which is uh, DeAndre Jackson, the Big Hurt, I think. And then he's got his personal Instagram, which is like S Lynch or whatever. It's like I got like seven Instagrams, and <laughs> and and I I and I don't know Dre's or not. About the hustle. I listen. There's a man after my own heart. It's Dre. I love him to death. He's my brother, you know. And the four of us share a lot with each other. And I found that in training for this contest, when I've mentioned it to other people. The level of support that people are willing to give you is insane, but you have to be vulnerable enough to just say, hey, here's what I'm working toward. I just want you to know, you know, and if you open that door, you know, people, anyone watching, you know, wherever you're at in your fitness journey, I think you'll find that people want to support you and people want to cheer you on. You just got to let them know, you know, you just got to let them know. Yeah. Most people, uh, most people will support you if you're trying to improve yourself. Yes, they will. And and people like to see winners. 
but more than seeing a winner, I think people like to see others trying to elevate themselves. So if you got something you're working on, whether you know it doesn't have to be fitness related, it could be art. You know, you could be trying to move along in your job or build something on your house, whatever. You know, let people let people in, let people in, and they'll build you up. Um, and that's a lesson that I'm having to learn at nearly 40. Um, is that it's okay to be around people. They're not going to hurt you. Um, and I've really been floored by the support I've gotten so far. Um, so I'm looking forward to the next couple months of training and, you know, uh, going out and winning that contest. Cool. Well, February can't get here fast enough. But you can't, slow man. down. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go quite that far because this year has been long enough. Um, this year has both been long and short. Like you, it's just, you realize it's like five days till September, right? I know. We're going to have to wake like, Green Day up soon. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, dude, I, I feel like I, I was just sitting in this exact spot watching the ball drop on New Year's. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's crazy. So that's why, man, you know, not to be morbid, but you never know when it's going to be your time. you gotta, you got to max out your minutes, like Jim Ross says. Maximize your minutes. Our tomorrows are not guaranteed. So whatever you're working on, just go do it. No BS, no excuses. I don't want to hear any reason not to. I just want you to go do it. Either do it or give up, and you're not allowed to give up. Like our podcast. It won't be perfect, but you can get it there. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah. All right, man. Well, anything else? Any other knowledge you want to drop this week? If you're wrapping me up, you're the boss, I guess. I could could talk for another hour about this stuff, but I – you know, I just I'm 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 feeling good for the first time since 2019, and I'm trying to ride this wave, and I'm trying to bring everybody everybody with me as long as I can because I think it's a it's an easy time, it's an easy time to be discouraged with things going on, but I think if you can get past the surface layer of what's happening in our country right now, I think you'll find that it's a great time for you to be building yourself up because there's a lot of opportunity. So if you're if you're feeling down or you're feeling defeated please take this as your sign from the universe. Just, you know, get off your ass and just get to work. Yeah. Don't worry about what's going on outside. Just worry about yourself. That's how you can navigate it. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The power of positivity. Absolutely, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, brother. Well, I think that, uh, that wraps up this week. And, uh, I know it's supper time here. Am I supposed to cook tonight? I don't know. We'll find out in a moment. Might be in trouble. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, in that case, we'll see you next time. Hopefully, a little less fat and a little more fit. <laughs>